I'm just here so I won't get fined. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! It's got to be one of the dumbest calls offensively in Super Bowl history. Are you kidding me? Hard hit into right. Okay, so time for US Sports. There's much to talk about. Donnie Manny in studio. Hello. Hey, Joe. How's life at balls.ie? Hey, things are good. Things are good. Great. Excited. Things, things are good here, too. I'm just, look, things are good everywhere. Uh, things are good in Steph Curry's life. Segway. Um, so talk to us about Steph Curry, because this guy is reinventing a number of things about the game of basketball right now. Is that an overstatement? I think that's fair to say. I mean, it, okay. sounds, it sounds like hyper hyperbole yeah but I think it's actually he's caused a sort of explosion of think pieces that I've never seen people who think seriously about American sports and basketball yeah have been are are just writing and writing and writing because of the achievements of Steph Curry on the basketball court especially these last few weeks especially last Saturday night when his Curry's Golden State Warriors beat the Oklahoma uh, City Thunder in an, just an incredible game. I've heard a few people speaking who watched this game. Richie outside watched it. Dan McDonald stayed up watching it. Yeah. Dan McDonald said last night he couldn't sleep after watching this game. Uh, it was 118 points apiece, and there were uh, milliseconds left when Steph Curry did this. Westbrook on the drive, falling away. Won't go. Rebound taken by Iguodala. They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! With six tenths of a second remaining. The brilliant shooting of Stephen Curry continues. And he ties the NBA record with his 12th three-pointer of the game. That was from 32 uh, feet in overtime. So I'm reading Curry's broken the record for the most three-pointers in a season in each of the last three seasons. Which is to say, said one uh, journalist, he's the greatest shooter in the history of the NBA. I mean, there's never been... A shooter like him. There's never been somebody who can shooting. You know, it's obviously a skill in 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 basketball. But what Curry can do is shoot from distance at a an incredible um, accuracy. Like I've, there's NBA basketball. Obviously, is a is a game for tall people, right? Correct. I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not breaking any news here. No, I'm with you. So the far. people of Ireland will agree with me. The, the taller you are, generally, the better you'll be at basketball. Yeah. As the NBA has evolved over the last 25 years, we've there's been a mix of size with ability, right? So the ability to to run the court, to shoot from distance, and also you know to to play around the rim. Curry completely breaks the mold. He's a weird sort of a throwback. He's only six foot three. He's 190 pounds. He looks so breakable. Yeah, but because he is gifted with this incredible ability to shoot the ball, like a sort of a freakish ability that I've never, ever seen any other player have. Really? Um, the, the Warriors have become one of, one of the, you know, clearly the best team in the NBA this season. They've won 53 games. They've only lost five. They're in hot pursuit of the all-time record for, uh, for wins in a single season. Yeah. And Curry has just completely redefined what... Um, what a what a, a point guard is in basketball. Like we heard that audio there. 
he shot that from um, from 32 feet. Like, no other player in the NBA would even dream of taking that shot. You know, this was the shot to win the game. Hmm. He, he from, an, from a vast distance, he just, he just chucked it up and he made it. And he, he was never in doubt. He shot, like, he's hit something in the range of, I think, like, like 63 pointers from four feet behind the three-point line. Yeah. Nobody in the NBA is even dreaming of attempting these shots. Not only is he just is he going for them, he's making them. He's yeah. he's shooting long-distance three-pointers with as with the same amount of accuracy as some of the the best players around the rim. It's completely bizarre, incredible, and it, no one's even close to doing what he's doing. Like no. it's a complete. It's, this is not just a trend in which the game is going overall. This no, is, there, it's he's a, a, it's, he's, a, he's, a he's a freak of nature. Right, okay. What age is Curry? That's a good question. I mean, I, I want to say he's in his fourth season, so he's, I, I think he was drafted in 2011, so that puts him in that sort of mid-20 range. Yeah. In this game against the Thunder, he suffered a really freaky injury where he was uh, going up for, I think he was going up for a layup, and Russell Westbrook of Thunder fell on him, landed on his ankle, and it looked like the Curry actually sat out of, a good chunk of the third quarter in this yeah. game because he was injured. He's 27, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So, like, he's he seems like the kind of guy who could just break down at any stage. But at the moment, in this season, he's hit he's hit a sort of a purple patch that's just been going on for the whole season. But, I mean, it's it's it's, it's phenomenal and unprecedented. All these sort of words, um, superlatives are being thrown around with Curry. Yeah. He's broken... His own record for the most three-pointers made in a season with 288. There are still another 24 games left in the season. So it's he, insane. He hasn't just broken it, he's smashed it. It's it's obliterated. And the record had been set this previous season and had been set the previous season before. So at 27, he's continually getting better. Was this guy superstar at 20? He was a really, really good college player. He went to an unheralded college, a small school called Davison. Um, his father played in the NBA, was a sort of also a good shooter, right. but wasn't a sort of a superstar. People, he he lit up um, March Madness in his senior year at Davis in the NCAA tournament, and people were like, "Well, this guy's a great talent. He's just going to disappear. We'll never hear from him again. Let's enjoy it while we can." Yeah. Nobody thought he was one of these players who just physically he just didn't seem like he could stand up to the rigors of an 82 game NBA season. Because um, I did look back at that clip, and he looks tiny, like he's six yeah. foot three, but that's pretty small obviously and he's kind of sinewy and skinny and, and just goes against the power players that we saw in the 90s yeah the, the scouts the experts they just thought this guy would not last he wasn't built for, for NBA yeah um, and he's proven them wrong I, I still think there's a you know there's a I would I sort of have a fear that like I just don't know how long it can go on for just because the wear and tear of, of the league is, is so intense I mean LeBron James one of like you know a true freak of nature in terms of size and ability you know he's resting he sat out a game the other night. He's trying to preserve his body for the long haul, you know. Mm. Like it's it's a it is such a grind. But at the moment, what Curry's doing, and it's not just him. Like there's there's a play to um, that the Warriors uh, did to get into overtime. Yeah, where Curry was bringing the ball up around the midcourt line, and two guys on the Thunder went at him to defend him. Their fear was that Curry was actually going to take a shot from the from the middle of the court and make it. So they went to him and. In that open space, a guy got open. Curry found him, made the pass. That guy got fouled, made the free throws. So, like, he has a just completely transformative effect yeah. on the entire team. And, and you know, they're, they've won 53 games. They've only lost five. I mean, it, 
they're in the sort of conversation as one of the all maybe the greatest team ever. Wow. You know, that's what that's what's at stake in the season. Nope. Not they, exactly a storied franchise here. Not exactly. There's no history there yeah. really at all. I mean they won they're obviously the reigning NBA champions, Curry's yeah. the reigning MVP. Yeah. People I thought I think they thought they would they would kind of go away. They've actually kind of raised the stakes a bit and it's it's incredible to watch. And so you mentioned the Bulls there, the ninety five, ninety six Bulls who went seventy two wins, ten defeats, and the Warriors are in with the chance of making seventy two. By the same token, they could lose the rest of their games and still make the playoffs. So at what point does chasing the 72 wins become the priority versus starting to rest the likes of Steph Curry with the playoffs in mind? I think this team is there. They have their eyes on some sort of grander scheme. of A legacy. Uh, yes, they're, yeah. they're laying a marker down um, in this game. I mean, Oklahoma would be, the, the Thunder would be one of their kind of, one of the teams that people think could knock them off if anybody was going to do it. Mm. They're playing away. They're playing in Oklahoma City on Saturday night. They're trailing a lot of the game. It was a kind of game they could have just lost and just moved on. Another NBA team might do that. Um, but actually, like, this was a team This shows you how interesting they are. Mm. Um, Draymond Green, one of their sort of, he's sort of like the number, maybe the number two or number three fiddle to, to Curry. He he was singled out in halftime for missing an assignment defensively, and he took on the coach um, Steve Kerr and just started shouting at him. The ESPN reporters reported it as like a tirade that they an expletive uh, laden tirade that the likes they had never heard. At one stage, Green took his shoes off mm-hmm. and said, "I'm not playing in this game anymore. If if, if I'm gonna if this is what's going on, actually the team had to sort of like talk Green off the ledge." They kind of made peace. This is all going on in a, in a sort of halftime uh, discussion, very robust, argumentative sort of a sort of a setting. Yeah. But they managed to piece it all together and play for each other in the midst of that's very sort of honest and open sort of environment. So it shows you just the kind of they're a very sort of progressive team. Steve Kerr, former Bulls player, as we talked about, um, yeah. is really open minded coach. And like you know, they're a team that can have these meltdowns in the halftime. And just piece it together and, and just pull these games out. So, like, I, I do think that there's some, they're not just gonna, they're not, their eyes are not just on winning the NBA championships or the NBA finals in, in June. They want something bigger, something more. Right. I want to move on to Combine, but then a final question. At what point does Steph Curry start legitimately entering a conversation about best ever? I mean, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jordan, like the Jordans. I'm just talking about entering the conversation in the I, way that LeBron is in the conversation. Yeah, I mean, LeBron has been on the road for nearly 10 years now. I mean, like Curry, he's had three incredible seasons. Yeah. You know, his MVP once. He'll be MVP this year. He needs to... I I think people will look back with much more um, sort of love for Curry, no matter how long it goes on for, whatever about the all-time greatest, all this sort of thing. Yeah. He's made people, like, love basketball who might have been turned off the game. Basketball, the NBA... is when is when is at its peak the most exciting American sport you'll watch with the best American athletes, mm. but it, it doesn't often live up to to its own sort of ability to do that. Yeah. But Curry, he brings the joy back to the game, and like whatever happens down the line, you know, however long it's going to go on for these years, right now, like what's going on right now is magic. So it's it's kind of it's great to witness it. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's combine time the combine being the annual get together of emerging NFL talent so all of these guys want to enter the draft are subject to a variety of physical tests the 40 yard dash broad jump 
bench press, vertical jump, three cone drill, 60 yard shuffle, 20 yard shuffle and are studied by the pro scouts before the drafts. So this makes or breaks people. Yeah, this is for NFL players, for up and coming guys. This is these guys will have played, you know, three or four years with their college, but actually how they perform in the combine. Yeah. Sort of like, you know, the NFL equivalent of like the local mart. Um, like, you know, there is a real like we're looking at cattle here. Yeah. They're topless. Go around, have a look at their physique. Uh, Tom Brady stunk the joint out of the combine. Yeah, I, f- I was. I found there's a great video on YouTube um, that you can see of not every the combine isn't an exact science. Tom Brady um, would have come out of uh, University of Michigan. He was he had he wasn't sort of it was unclear how just how good he was, and he put in some of the worst all time um, combine stats. So he ha- he ran the he ran the forty meter dash at five point two seconds. He had there's this great footage of him sort of standing shirtless in a in a uh, on the, I guess being recorded by a team, and he looks really like he's you know he's got very little muscle tone, mm. uh, chest hair. It just doesn't look like the sort of buff alpha male that he would go on to become. And NFL teams were so put off by his performance in the combine, he dropped from a second round pick to a six round pick, um, and people were just they, were, they just they looked at him as this pure specimen and were like, well, he's this guy isn't meant for NFL greatness. We're putting that Tom Brady combine failure up on the Facebook page. In fact, it's up right now. You can check it out as we speak. So combine then. They also have a 15-minute interview if they want with some of these guys to like assess their, their yeah. character. It's a, they can interview up to 60 guys at, this, at the combine. And um, yeah, they can. I mean, it's, it's kind of the worst part of the NFL to me. And the weird thing is that Everything bar these interviews are all televised. So yeah. in the sort of like around the clock, twenty four hour media sort of environment we live in, um, this stuff is actually like TV, you know. And so um, you you watch. Is it guys, good TV? Like in a way, it's if you're a, if you're a hardcore fan, it's it's kind of great TV. Yeah, you know, you're watching these guys. They're wearing the NFL gear and they're just running the forty meter dash. And do you realize these guys are incredible athletes? You know, and and, sure. and like it, it's they're they're specimens, um, but. Like I, I find it hard to get very excited about it. You know, it's at the NFL is such a, you know, it's such a short season, really. And there's the NFL is eight months to fill of kind of downtime, and sure. they they turn this combine into into a spectacle. Yeah, it's a testament to American marketing. Exactly, and it's it's not the most inspiring. Thing. <laughs> uh, okay, beautiful stuff. We'll keep an eye out for the combine and Steph Curry. Um, so, how many more games left in the season for Steph Curry and the Warriors, give or take? They've got twenty four games left. So, okay. I mean, if they can continue with this pace, they'll be there. They'll they'll get those seventy seventy three wins, which would be. I mean that that Jordan that Jordan team at the Bulls. I remember them as unbeatable. Yeah. You know, they were just complete at a completely higher level than everyone else. Yeah. So I mean, it's the, the NFL or the NBA season is such a grind to get there to do seven three wins. Uh, it would be history. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well. Okay. We'll keep an eye on this. Obviously, Donny. Thanks very much. We will uh, see you next Tuesday.